Shalom everyone, this is Noach Binyamin, and welcome to Torah Thoughts, a weekly Parsha podcast where I delve into the worlds of Judaism, mental health, and personal growth. Parshat Korach, Torah Thoughts of the Week, Calming Words. Shalom friends, Chodesh Tov, I hope you are doing well. In this week's Parsha, we have the famous story of Korach, Moshe's first cousin. Korach believed that Aharon and Moshe were elevating themselves above the people with their leadership positions. However, this was less of a concern for Korach because Amram was the firstborn of Kohot. These two sons of Amram became royalty. However, Korach was most upset about something else. Korach's father was Ishar, and he was the secondborn of Kohot. And yet Moshe, by Hashem's command, appointed Eliphazan, the son of Uziel, who was the youngest child of Kahot, as leader of the sons of Kahot. All of this was an injustice to Korach. Now, aside from whether or not Korach had legitimate concerns, it is so important to pay attention to the language of Korach's communication in comparison to Moshe. Korach is angry in the words of Rashi. Korach tries to bring others to his cause, separating himself from the community in order to strengthen machlokes or fighting in the world. Machlokes comes from the word chelek, division. This was Korach's way of communication. Meanwhile, what is Moshe's style here? Moshe says, Shimuna, please listen. On this line, Rashi says that Moshe, he began to speak with soft words. Moshe also tried to reason and speak with Datan and Aviram, two other people who joined Korach's rebellion. On this pasuk, Rashi says, Mikan she'ein machzikin b'machlokas, Moshe machzor acharehem lahashlimam b'divrei shalom. Moshe chased after these men and tried to speak in peace, to avoid dispute. And lastly, Moshe, when having to confront Korach, and show that he is in fact right, tells Korach to come in the morning with the intention, according to Rashi, to hope that they may retract their decisions. Why am I drilling this point in? Last week I spoke about the importance of hush, of quiet, of having a moment to be reflective before acting, like Kalev did. In this week, I want to expand on this. Moshe did act, but how did he act? With nachas, with calm, with literal soft words, peaceful words, words of reconciliation. While it is important to have space, to have time to reflect before be being reactive, what if one cannot keep his lips still? What if one's heart is bursting at the seams? What if one has to react in the moment? Moshe. Moshe was dealing with being confronted by 250 men who were with Korach. 250 men cornering him. His leadership, his relationship to God, everything was put into question. And yet Moshe, how did he calm himself in the moment? Nachas, soft words, peaceful words. The Ramban Nachmanides, in his famous letter to his son, says, Tit naheg tamid, kol dvarecha benachas. 
make it a custom to always speak your words with nachas, with calm. Uvezed tinat sel min hakaas, and this will save you from anger. With love and revealed goodness, may Hashem bless us all to learn that one way to abate frustration in the moment, in a moment where moving away is not necessarily possible, with space to reflect not being necessarily possible, to speak calmly, for this change produces a physiological response which can serve as a hush moment to allow one to speak and think more clearly and save one from, God forbid, anger an impulse, which Korach could not do. Shabbat Shalom. Love, Noach, Binyamin. Music and theme song written and performed by Yaakov Vashilevich. Produced by Eitan Katz. To hear the full song, please click on the link in the description. And to support Torah Thoughts, please consider donating to the tip jar on a monthly or one-time basis, however small. And of course, the link is also in the description. Please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts.